welcome back, Serious Dungeon Timers, to another awesome episode of Serious Dungeon Time. I am your Dungeon Master, Timothy Martin. I am so freaking excited about this episode, dude. So it's been burning a hole in our uh, proverbial pocket for a long time, and... It marks the end of another recording weekend. Uh, we have plans to get back together and do another one. There's going to be a few weeks hiatus. We're not going to be able to meet together and release any more episodes. This is it. But I think the quality of this one and the fun features, uh, new things we've tried in this episode that we haven't tried in any other episode, are going to more than make up for that time period. So... Oh boy, buckle up. This one is so much fun. I'll go ahead and let you guys know something. As you listen to this episode, uh, and if you make it to the end, oh wow, you're, you're a G, you're a real one. Um, but there are some bonus clips that didn't really find an organic place in the episode, or were just kind of disjointed or out of place between some of the stuff we did. Uh, but I just couldn't bring myself to leave them out. So... I've attached them to the end of the episode, and uh, yeah, so after you hear that first one that we usually do, stay tuned. There's like a second or two break between them. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy that. There are some of uh, our favorite moments uh, through this episode. But that is enough yapping out of me. In this episode, the players dive into the recesses of their past, accessing memories, motivations, and important figures in their life to inform their decisions in the present. Conflicts rise as several moral quandaries make their way to the forefront of the party, and trust is at an all-time low. Danger is nigh. Tensions are high. Join us for episode 64, Death and Rebirth. Chippy, you find yourself near uh, a babbling brook. It flows through the forest. It's quite large, and and uh, instinctually, it bothers you. You want to put a stop to it, and so you begin gnawing on a tree, very near to the riverbank, with the hopes that falling in will both give you a snack and a, a base to start your dam. Ooh. You know your mate is is watching the young somewhere nearby. <laughs> Had to work it in. I anyway. Um, as you're you're carving, uh, you hear birds chirping, and it doesn't mean anything to you until you see a couple of them fly past your vision. It distracts you from your chewing for just a moment, just enough to have a, some kind of safety concern to look at fast moving objects. You're just concerned for your safety, and you see them land in a not very far distance on a very beautiful brown-haired woman, mm. which doesn't necessarily mean anything to you. She just, she kind of turns and she looks in your direction and she just holds out uh, a, a, a young twig, mm. which you know is instinctually is the nutritious part of the tree that you actually eat. You don't eat the, you, you only eat the bark and the most nutritious part is the branches so she sets it down and it, it draws your attention you walk over and you lap it up and she she holds a bird on the end of her finger and just kind of pets its feathers 
but she frowns in discontent like it's like it's not going to be quite enough companionship she lets it fly away and then suddenly she places a hand on your head and a great cloudiness is lifted from your eyes and you look up and instead of thinking about eating to survive you think how good this tastes and and how happy you are that that this stranger did this for you and that, that was really good. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, settle down. Oh. Settle down. Oh, settle down. oh, what you, uh, you, I can, und- what you told me to settle down. It's okay. How yes. do I know what that means? Yes. Well, hold on. Hold you're on. welcome for, for, for the twig for everything. Oh, 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 why can't it's okay. And immediately like through your head rushes, like, like very self-aware, like, like you've never thought about like, you know your your external self before, and what you look like to other people, and what you sound like. That's never been a concern of yours, and now it is. Yeah, like I, I push off the ground. I'm looking at my front paws, and I'm like backing up against a tree, and I'm I'm freaking out. I'm like, oh, yeah. What what is what is all this around me? She I says, thought these were trees. It's and okay. Grass. They are. Everything is still the same. You're the only thing that's different now. What is different about me? <laughs> Because I feel like there's a lot more than just a couple of things. She says, now you can think for yourself. And I'll teach you how to do that. Dr. Wink, you are walking through the forest. Beside you walks a long known friend companion mentor Dr. Charles Charleston who towers over you but only in stature not not in intellect as you're a bright and up and coming student of his next to you walks Dr. Charles Charleston on his neck he touts a, a very colorful scarf with the classic plus sign indicating his status as a doctor as you're walking a storm starts brewing. Storm's brewing. Better better hit the road, eh? Hey, Wink? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, Dr. Charleston. We might need to find some shelter. I agree. Let's look for a, a big tree and hold up there until it passes. You think a tree's the, the best place to go? I don't have any better ideas right now. I suppose so. You all continue down the road and and you shore up next to a tree and the storm only worsens. And as you wait for it to pass, lightning strikes. And you're able with your with your uh, sort of quick action to, to jump out of the way uh, as this lightning bolt strikes the very tree you're sheltered under and it, it falls. And being, um, being less agile and, and more elderly, Dr. Charleston does not share your reflexes and he is pinned beneath the tree. It is crushing him he is he's agonizing and you you immediately run to him and you you take out your bone saw and you you saw and you hack and you do everything you can but this isn't made for wood this is this is uh, this is made for 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 flesh which is soft and, and easy to cut and and it's just not working dr charleston it it's not working seriously <laughs> slicing the he says do you i'm trying do you remember one of the principles I taught you? 
What? No. No, I'm trying to save you. He he has a free hand, and he's able to to unwrap his scarf from his neck, and he what? he places it at your feet. What are you doing with your scarf? He says it's it's not much use. He says the principle is to not only avoid doing harm, but to reduce suffering as much as you can. No. And I need you to do that right now. It's like crushing him, and it's bearing down on his lungs, and it's making it hard to breathe, but you know he will be in agony for hours. You know this is not enough to kill him quickly. You... You need me to end your suffering. He simply nods in silence. He says... You know enough. You're... You're bright. You've got to go on in my stead. Go north. Just open more. They'll know what to... He just... He gets choked up for want of breath and... And for the welling tears in his eyes that blend with the heavy raindrops that are still falling. Yes. And I'll... I will... will pick up the scarf and like... 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 Like put it around me and uh... Prepare my bone saw to, to to do the final blow and say then I take the oath the oath to do no harm and you always hold it with everything you can and to always do good and to end suffering he bows Lightning flashes as you fling open the door of a familiar shelter to you. This room means a lot to you. This is the room where... where Ita died and Asteria was born. As you step in, you're holding your... or your, your clan's most recent victim for, for use at a later date. You were just following orders and you were happy to do them. In you walk and greets you a a well-built but still showing some age human man who throws off a dark black cloak revealing a, a scarred face and jet black hair combed over her side of his face. I see you've done well on yet another mission. He lets the body like this. He doesn't like try to say it. He just lets it slump off his shoulders and hits the ground. Um, this one was easy, just like all the others. It's like same setup. And immediately uh, he starts to open his mouth to say something, but you already recognize the cadence of what he's doing. He stands with his legs at shoulder width and he crosses his arms and he says, Booming blade. Pulls out the hammer. <laughs> charges it up. Says chromatic orb. Just right through the window. <laughs> yeah, he shatters the glass, and he doesn't look mad at that. Um, he says, "Magic missile." The guy. The dead guy. <laughs> yeah. Just. <laughs> he just smiles, very, very pleased. Like just, and Asterius is literally absorbing this in. This is like a part of him that lives to give to Brother Shospel. 
Yeah, Brother Shospel, he uh, uncrosses his arms and like whips out a short sword trying to faint. And he says, riposte. Counter it and then throw in the pommel like towards his chest. Yeah, like to- and he uh, he he's uh, expecting the riposte because he, obviously he called it. So he he sweeps his sword aside and catches your hammer, and then he uh, he like grabs you and he says bait and switch, and like just you kind of like throw each over. other. Yeah, yeah, and he, and you kind of roll across the room, and he he just stands up and covers his arms again. The biggest smile on Asteria's face right now. Like again, one of those moments of like like full emotions coming out that he's allowing himself to be not as defensive yeah yeah and he, he comes over and he he puts an arm on your shoulder just he just says you've absorbed everything i've taught you what if i told you everything you've done to now was just preparation for your true mission i'm ready what is it what do you need from me i know you're ready hysteria this goes so much wider than you could ever imagine so much so much broader and so much more important is our cause than any one mission. However, we are all but cogs in the machine of war, and each must turn in order for the machine to function. I too am one. It's time for your next mission, your first true one. What will truly allow you to join the ranks that I am not able to administer? You must go to Donla. It is several weeks' journey. It will be dangerous. There are many monsters and threats through the lowland territories, but I have faith in you. Is is this to lead me towards my own personal goal? Will I find undeath through this? He says, yes. The sister I am sending you to is in her own right the single authority on command of the undead in our ranks. Strange as her methodology may be, she will guide you. But if any cog should fail, if anyone should fall off of the machine, the stress on each individual cog increases. Do you understand? And still they must turn. Do not fail to turn. Adhere to your mission at all costs. Whatever it takes, it will happen. I can do it. Tell Sasha goodbye. That was sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, y'all were doing like a dance. Yeah, kind of, (laughs) basically. I think y'all kissed at one point, but it wasn't sad. (laughs) When they were going for the bait and switch, she was getting a handful. That's my head cannon. (laughs) Real quick. (laughs) Bait and smooch. (laughs) Smooch. Yeah, he almost accidentally does that that with you every time, but he he has to catch himself. It's switch, it's switch. Oh boy. Turn it off. Uh, we zoom back in from all those really cool moments. I want to give you inspiration, but it was my idea. Can I just say Damn. something crazy? And I was not expecting, like, not even two hours ago, maybe, I was talking about how cool the um, 
the old like uh, uh, Torian was like talking about Makakume and Brother Valentine because I was listening to old episodes. So it's crazy that that man showed up. I had no clue that was happening. I was going to say this has been in the cards for a long time. So when I was talking about that like a few hours ago, were you thinking like he's probably going to see him tonight? Yeah, I was. I was like, oh. I was like, dang, I don't know if I should reward that or be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I was just listening to old episodes and I was like, man, they were so cool. Yeah. So we, we will we will beam straight to that. You just Dr. Wink standing in the foyer of of Ethel's home and in walks a face that you probably never thought you would have to see again as he falls to the ground in tears at your feet. I, I thought they would never see you again. I, I, I thought you all were doomed. I, I'm so happy to see you. And he just reaches for your leg because he can't even hold himself up right now. Oh, oh me. Brother Valentine, what? You followed me here? He says, I, I, I've been praying for your souls ever since you left Torian. And, and I... I, oh, Madro blessed me with the connection to to you all, brave warriors, so that I might have peace. And my peace has left me. I've lost my connection to to Kasker and to to Bear and to to the other Sela. Sela Athelza. The other one. Sela Athelza. His to, last name is Sela in Elvish. So I admit I haven't prayed as hard for him. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, look, Dylan made Sela. Wasn't my favorite character either. I'll be honest. Wasn't my favorite I've made. He says, he says but I, I always felt the bond to you. I never lost the faith. And, and here Madro has delivered me to you. Are you looking for something? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Dang. You. <laughs> you looking over you. Why, why, why that's happening, I'm like, I peek out the door and look, make sure nobody saw that interaction, and I'm shutting it. I still have my sword out because I don't know who this guy is, but he says, I'm I've, confused. I've sensed happen. darkness trying to attack your heart, but I know Madro was protecting you. Roll history. Oh, okay. Yeah, roll lie, because you, you definitely want the darkness oh. in. <laughs> 18. Mm, delicious. He says something that rings a bell. Okay. You flash back yet again to, um, and you're standing, and there's a fire in front of you. And behind you, on a wooden bridge, sits Bogley jotting down notes furiously and to your right and to your left you see Asteria and Chippy blood leaking out of their hands and you see them as they slice the blade across their hands they hear a horrifying scream and when the blade runs across your hand you hear nothing you flash back I've Yes, uh, what did you say? He says, I've been, I've been battling furiously for your soul. I know you are protected. I know Madro has protected you. But, uh, but I broke the oath. I, what oath? My oath, my oath to not harm. He says, have you sought forgiveness? I'm, I'm too far. I'm. I think you should leave. He says, 
my child, there, there is no depth too deep. There is no span too far. You can still find forgiveness. I want to, when he says, I think you should leave, I want to look at Dr. Wink's face and try to make eye contact. Like, do you really want him to go? Kind of thing. Yes, I I think you should leave. The, the Dr. Wink you know has died. I placed my hand on his shoulder. On Dr. Wink's shoulder? No. Uh, oh, like, like time to go, buddy? Like, I just place it on his shoulder. I don't say anything. I don't force him. But I'm just like... He, like, he stands up, like, aghast. He just says, my, my heart is broken. Tell me it's not so. You are not too far gone. There is hope. My prayers have not been in vain. I'm afraid your hope died. <laughs> he And a new power has been, been reborn. He, like, stumbles back. He, like, knocks some tea off of the coffee table at the Lynette table and <laughs> I try and Asterius punches it into the ground even harder <laughs> magic missile <laughs> <laughs> and he he steps back he just says says we've broken my heart and you add to your list of sins I will still pray for you and he walks out Excuse me, Can sir. <laughs> As I'm like walking to the be, front door. Is he going to be uh, an issue? He just says, I have no you, time for this. No. You, no, no, no. Wait. No, yes. But I need help. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a beaver. No, I need help. I, I need the help of a priestly man. Please. I need help. Only the gods can provide. <laughs> Snowman, please. Snow, snowman. Oh my god. Please, I need help I'm from the god. I'm actually crying. <laughs> please. You're so tired. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm so tired. Please, I, I need help from the gods. <laughs> Says I only have one. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Hypnotic pattern. That's what that is. Normal gnome behavior. I'm making these hand motions because Chippy doesn't make these hand motions, but Merle does. So it's so part Merle of the has act. A stigmatism. No, no, he's he's he talks with his hands. He's a hand talker. We cannot hear how retarded you look right now. He's a hand talker. What are you saying? Merle just said, I need the gods, and you're just yeah. doing the little mermaid. I was doing that with Nolan, too. I oh, my be, God. I help from the gods. He says, Please. He says, I'm not sure I have anything to offer you. I, I, I will stay at the temple here three days I, and no more. I need prayer. Says, I, will, I will pray for you, child. No specific prayers. <laughs> Do you see this ring? He says, my heart is broken. I cannot speak. Please, please, no, please, please, please. He just please. walks. He goes to the temple. Please. Oh, come on. <laughs> now walk inside. Dr. broken his heart. He I walk inside, him. unbuttoning the, the <laughs> shirt and pulling down the straps. Just, who was that man? And why was he so sad? <laughs> is he going to be an issue, Dr. Wink? No. He knew you. Yes, he knew doctor. What? Was he another doctor? And uh, Something. 
He he's looked like a past. priest. What past? What the was kettle that? starts to boil in your backpack. Oh, <laughs> oh we can discuss this over tea. <laughs> I don't put the sword up. I just don't have the sword out. Let's keep it out. All right. What part of your past is this from? He knew you. He named others. I was a companion to a, another group once. Really? Actually, fighting against the club I now find myself in. Club. <laughs> it's not a deceive skill. Curse you. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of a better word. Club? The, uh, the, the organization. Sure. Yes. But that that Dr. Wink has died and, and Sister Rada has brought new life. Wait, like literally died? That's all I can remember. Whoa. But who, who were the people he named? Where are they? Where are they? And like, as he says that, you know, and you start thinking about those names, maybe like, like I imagine like, like heart beating and like flashes of the faces you're used to know. Yeah. You know, like causing pain. Because like Dr. Wink tried to like blot it right. out. Right, you tried to just suppress it uh-huh. and that was how you coped. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Also, I'm enjoying a cookie. That's not what I wanted to say. <laughs> Ethel makes good desserts. She does. They're delicious. Asteria might find that endearing to know that he too kind of underwent a sort of death to be in the Silver Worms. To be where he is now. But he also wants to know if he's like double-edged sword over here. Mm-hmm. Working like, both like sides. About to, about to Sam Fisher this mug. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's why this, he's like, I'm, I will cut Sam Fisher was down. a double agent, right? I do not know. That might be a different game. Ignore that. Snake. Where are they, you asked? They they died along with me. Oh. It just so happens that my life required remaking for the mission. And Sister Rada did this? Brought you back? Yes. Gave you consciousness? She certainly gave me new life. She gives me a headache sometimes. <laughs> Seinfeld. So you you died. That, I'm not gonna lie. Hey, I won't judge. That's a little creepy, though. It's all very confusing, I suppose. I've tried to tried to put it behind me. Ethel steps in. She's like, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I've heard that a lot tonight. Is, <laughs> wow. There's so much done back here. That's all I really had to say. <laughs> I just, just be careful, all of you. So you used, you said that you used to fight against the organization, like the, the silver worms you're talking about. You used to fight the silver worms. My previous life, yes. Wait, so I'm, I'm guessing you weren't successful if you joined them, right? No, they were... They were responsible for my, for my death. She's like, that can't be right. But, like, this is also, like, like coming back to, to Dr. Wayne. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like seeing... Like in real time. Seeing Brother Valentine and, like... Getting Two, this like memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two questions: Do we say Valentine out loud in that interaction at all? 
I think I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. This has all been so much. I think I'm, I think I'm going out, but I'll, uh, I'll keep the scarf hidden, and I'll. Please, please be careful. You don't know what the swamp people are out there or not. She says you're gonna need these. Just take some sunglasses. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) And we are the same size as I hold up the Linder hose in. (laughs) Oh. We're the same size. If you want to slip these on. Can I go to, like, the edge of of the the housing district? Yeah, sure. And you, dude, like you a, can do whatever you a want. forest or... Like, you'd have to, like, leave the... But, like, that's the direction. That Like, I don't want to walk into town. I want to walk, like... Yeah, I'll, I'll through just the alleys show you the map again. Can I tell him? Tell him whom what? Tell him. Tell him follow. what? Oh, tell him. Uh, yeah. Um, sure. I don't think he's stopping you. Yeah. So no, I don't want him to know I'm following. So him. you guys are like right in here, mm-hmm. in the housing district. You can like walk like down and go yeah, out okay. towards the wall if you wanted to. Sure. Oh. Oh yeah. It's a wall. Yeah. 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 So that you just want some privacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You just you, kind of escape and think. Yeah. I want to stay. Like I guess roll stealth versus Doctor Wing's passive perception. Twelve. Oh, yep, you're good. I'm an 11. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wait, as, wait, as Asteria starts to leave, Chippy's going to walk out with him. Do you want to tell Asteria? <laughs> Where are we going? No, I'm walking Shut with Asteria. Okay, okay, Where okay. are we going? We're just listening, following, and getting whatever information <clears throat> we can right now. Okay. I have a bad feeling about that All right, snowflake guy. So, uh, so we're, we are not friends with the snowflake guy? Not right now, we're not. What about Dr. Wink? Hood up. Voice quiet. Okay. Do, 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 <laughs> Doing my walk. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Your walk makes back that to noise? The, back to the Doop-a-doop-a-doop. old Chippy. Doop-a-doop. I've made... Chippy the makes that noises noise he just made were his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Chippy makes that noise frequently when he w- does his walk. I've done that before. That's nightmare fuel. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I did it when What's I saw Sister Rado fighting. I walked away from that going... Doop, 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 doop. So you... Uh, I've you, done it before. Dr. Wayne, you, you make it kind of to the edge. Uh, what, what, what are you trying to do? Um, I think just just kind of clear my mind and just you go for a walk, basically. Yeah, we'll yeah. say that there's but there's like, like a pretty good glade of trees inside the wall. Okay, that look like maybe like a little park area. You know, probably not like with paved trails and stuff, but just like a little little splash of nature inside the walls. Yeah, I think I want to go on a scavenger hunt, looking for some mushrooms. Yep. <laughs> I won't follow him into the forest. Yeah, you'll you'll kind of stay on the outside of the housing district as he as he kind of puts some distance between you and walks towards the trees. Well, so so we'll stop it here. Yeah. Have hey, s- how do you how do you feel about later on making a uh, visit to our new friend? Who brother Valentine? Yes. Uh I have my own thoughts. How do you feel? I have some questions. Like me too. Maybe we can find out a little bit more about who this Dr. Wink was and if we need him still or not. I agree. Still, we still need him. Dr. Wink's, he, he's nice. Yes, but if he's a double-edged sword, he's more danger than he is good. Da- danger to who? Us. Our mission. With- Sister Rada. My own mission. The things that I want. <clears throat> okay. Sorry for asking. It's no problem. Let's go. Do, 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 do. Oh my God! Shut up! Are you guys <laughs> going to the to the temple? I'm following Asteria. Not, not to the temple immediately. We'll okay. go later. 
Like, All right, so where to? What's everybody doing now? There's a beautiful duck pond. Have you seen that, Asteria? <laughs> no, I'll follow you to the duck pond. <gasps> <laughs> I'll say you guys just take the most direct route. I'll, you'll keep you discreet. Yeah, you know? we're chilling. Um, and so you kind of walk along the edge of the housing district, and you see the the uh, shooting range or whatever, mm-hmm. and you see one ranger there, and you've kept a safe distance. You don't feel like you've been seen, but you see him, and he knocks like two arrows at a time and just... And just bullseyes two targets that are pretty pretty good ways. Gulp. Just, and he's just he's just is he like ruining his arrows? arrows. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> That's a plus seven at least. Hey, my buddy can show you up. <laughs> Watch no. what he can do. Firebolt. <laughs> Booming blade on your forehead. Just the people we're supposed to avoid. Hey, I bet my friend can beat you at that. <laughs> And if not him, I bet his dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> yes. Well, that rip. Is that why Hysteria wants to raise the dad? No, he wants to raise him. Because his dad wasn't around to raise him. Oh! <laughs> oh! I thought that's what you were going with. That's the second album on my punk rock album. <laughs> that's the second nice song. Shooting on my, my, on my album. Raising the dad because my dad didn't raise me. <laughs> We've got two songs from my album. What's this, the first one? Oh, um, well, that's that's not important. Okay, <laughs> I forgot what it was. So what's what's what? Give us give us a little piece of the pie. Is there like like like? I'm conflicted about what I should do. Yeah, roll a d100. Okay, no, okay. No, I'm kidding. No, no. Like, can I do something like that? That would be like up to chance or? Oh, <gasps> that's cool. cool. Okay. Well, okay. So you? I I'm down. I am, but I think there are clear sways and factors that play into this like i think once we decide what all is affecting your decision i think there will be a clear advantage to one side or the other yeah so i and i, I we haven't worked those out but i'm just saying like you guys joining the you know the silver worms and all that Raida taught you in that month you know that's going to be a huge weight you know and i basically just want to hear the case like you know and then you have your friends and you fought and you saved torian and and you, you traveled north you know with this heroic a quest to stop the silver worms and and your former life and the charge dr charleston gave you and now this recurring visit with you know brother valentine like there are clear factors at play that are going to sway mm-hmm. i think the outcome, unless you think it is just perfectly split right now oh, i don't know you know it feels like um like it like it really does feel like that old life has died and it's it's just completely broken and shattered yeah um and so you can he can continue on with this new mission, or or he can just end this mission. But uh, like suicide? <laughs> or no? Oh, I, I'm suffering. Like, oh. <laughs> no. If Doctor Charles Charleston taught me anything, <laughs> it's no. how to slice a jugular. <laughs> no, like a like like going out in some sort of battle, or but, but it's hard to control that. Um, just fight someone. Everybody, battle! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is we. We should be taking this more seriously. So, Doctor Wank, you are walking through this little glade of trees that has um, been very carefully tended inside of the strong, sturdy walls of this city, and and you sit and you you ponder your choices. You're walking through, and you see you see a mushroom. It's not like one of the speckled ones you used to pick for fun. No. It's not like a glowing one that you picked on the way to the wolf's den. But it is a mushroom. And it reminds you of both. Yeah. And 
You sit contemplatively, contemplatively and think about how very, very important your next actions and thoughts are. And as you're contemplating this, you realize time has gotten away from you. And the sun is beginning to set. <clears throat> so bounce over to Asteria and Chippy. You guys kind of passed the shooting range. What, what Did you guys have anything in mind you wanted to do? Just as the sun was setting and getting dark out, I wanted to go into the uh, the, the, the citadel, the, the temple. Actually, Asteria, um, I know you asked me to think for myself a little bit. Would you? Would it be okay with you if I waited outside of the temple? That's not thinking for yourself. Just say you're going to wait outside the temple. Well, if you're okay with it, I will do it. All right. And once he goes in the temple, I'm going to go over to the guard barracks. Okay. <laughs> like, He's killing him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go to the guard barracks. And yeah, I'll, yeah. I don't care who you follow. You run to the guard barracks. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll do that first. Okay. And I'm going to go to one of the guards, I'm guessing, who are outside. Yeah, there's just a couple, you know, just kind of like dumbfounded, you it, know. Excuse me. Would it be possible uh-huh. for me to, would it be possible for me to uh, speak to Captain um, Honey? Uh, he's at the tower, I think. Oh, th- thank you. And I'll just go there then. Have a good, uh... You, you too. You too. Thanks. I walked away too quickly. I apologize. But yeah, I, I want to talk I forgive you. Yay. You run to the tower. We yep. cut to hysteria. We cut to hysteria. Sorry, I don't know if that might pick that up. Just constantly. Until finally. Yes, yes, is someone hurt? Um... This you, is you see Nolan. Nolan. Yeah, you see Nolan, the, uh, the half work in white. Nolan, uh, so good to see you again. Um, yes. There's a man that came here, uh, I do believe, today by the n- snow, snow cloak. Don't know his name. Is he here? You mean that guy right there praying at the altar? Can I please go speak to him? Is everything okay? It's perfectly fine. Yeah, okay, yeah, go talk to him. Thank you, Nolan. Are you guys friends? Um, We have a an associate in common. All right. But I'll be watching. No disrupting my temple services, understand? Is there one going on right now? Every day, every second in here is a service. I understand, no. To Saint Yakash. Bless up. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh-huh. sacred, the sacred prayer. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll step past Nolan and just, like, an understanding, like, grab of his arm. Just like, I'm not going to do anything, bro. I got you. I respect it temple yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> this yeah. Is like a like the pat on the shoulder kind of thing yeah just like good guy good lad. i want and to you, you walk over and you see just like in the most fervent selfless prayer you just see valentine bowed over an altar of a, a, a an effigy of a guy that just looks like a farmer and he just kind of he's holding like loose bandages in one hand and a book in the other i will walk up to the altar and sit, but sit with my back against the altar, looking towards the doorway. I won't look at. Like I imagine, Valentine is kind of like on, like he's got his knees on like the knee rest. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And I imagine you just kind of. Sit That's down where on I sit that. on. Yeah. I have a couple of questions for you, and if you have some for me, I don't mind answering them. And his eyes are closed, but he acknowledges you. He says, "Ask them. Every moment I spend talking to you is a moment I am not praying. This." doctor that we know in common this wink who who was he who is he what was he he was the brave gnome that that by madro's blessing freed my town from from the likes of undeath he is a hero 
He protected you and your people? Of course. Do you know from who? From a a necromancer from hordes of undead, from a a green shambling mound, a water elemental, man-eating mosquitoes, and an alligator. (laughs) (laughs) Do the silver worms ring a bell for you? No. The people that you mentioned that he was with, do you know where they are? No, I've lost my spiritual connection to them. And who are you? I am Brother Valentine, cleric of Madro, In god the of the winter, constructor of the, of the icy prison. This doctor fought for you and your people and defended your village against the undead. Someone was trying to wipe out your town? Yes. Hmm. He and his party of brave men, all of them brave, protected us. How long did you say you were going to be here? I will be here three days, and then my village requires me, Well, and I will make the long journey home. Hopefully I'll see you again. This doctor, though, I don't know whose side he plays on, but the uh, he's making a lot of back and forth choices, and we're going to get to the bottom of it. I pray you find your answer soon. Stay indoors. And I get up and walk out. Okay. Jeez. I'm going to look for Dr. I'm going to light the temple on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in here. Stay indoors. Uh, sorry. You're going to look for Dr. Wing? Yeah. Okay. Like, I, after after this conversation and... Well, it's probably time for the meeting. Right. Oh, okay. Then... Right. So, you all yeah. hightail it to the abandoned house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to... Hunt. Yeah, you went to... Well, 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 yeah, we, we have time for that. So, you, okay. you make it to the tower and... Uh, you just climbing up the stairs. You just climb furiously. It takes a while and you're out of breath when you get to the top, even for being as agile as you are. Uh, oh, and man. You're, you're at the top. Man. Nobody's up here. Oh, man. And, but you have a great view from up here. What do I see? You I'm see like, torchlight. From where? A lot of it. From the housing district. Like a fire has been started? No. Or a mob has been formed? The ladder. Ooh. I want to climb down it. You Okay. The ladder you mentioned? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was so dumb. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. What do I notice about um, the mob? Make a dexterity save. A strong wind blows you off the perch. Huh? <laughs> I was going to say, no, you have what? fall anyway. Okay. Like, uh, <laughs> like any notable faces in the mob? You can't see they faces arm. from here. Okay. But you see glinting armor and you hear... Uh, familiar armor no I mean, okay i mean maybe i don't know it's okay. not, not important gotcha you just you see armor and you see it gathered around a rickety house the abandoned house <laughs> oh no i'm, I'm looking I'm like I, i'm oh well that answers my question i was gonna ask if honey got the letter <laughs> i guess so um yeah how tall is the tower how, how um, high up am i we'll say 60 feet in the air dead gummit i can't just jump from it you can you'll just take fall damage no i can reduce you'll 30 hit points 66 i can reduce that's, 30 hit points that's three feet not six I'm 30 gonna, hit points yeah i can it's it's a d6 per 10 feet so i'll be rolling 66 what yeah you can you can undo all kinds of fall damage what okay i'm just gonna bleep do it. Ha! Oh, I'm gonna do the Assassin's Creed. Swan right, that's nine. max 36. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Chippy, that's my hit points. <laughs> oh, 
You take 83 That's points it. of damage. Chippy's- <laughs> that wouldn't be the first time I've died before a big battle. That is a lot, though. That's 27. That was close. I can negate it. I can. I know. It. It's yeah. gone. You don't even... You just... I, I like roll. You like tuck and roll. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I, I'm going to look for Asteria, see if I can see him. You see him walking out of the temple. Uh, you're pretty, uh, you're uh, pretty close. Uh, Asteria, Asteria. I'm going to run up to him. Hey, I know we have a meeting soon, but I got a tummy ache. Can we not go to the meeting tonight? We have to find Dr. Wink anyway. So. Oh, oh, great, great. We'll find you him. start to hear we'll shouting you as you all are talking. Because the temple is not far from the housing district. Yeah. And you hear, come out, get out here, you monster, get out, come out. You just, you hear all kinds of, get out, come out, out with them, get them, get them. I think Wink tried to set us up. Uh, you and think, he's gonna start walking in that direction. You wait. I, I, I'm gonna walk with him. Wait. What well, you think, Doctor Wink s- set us up? Apparently, someone gave off our meeting. He's the only one not here. Well, he was also in the woods. He he just wanted some time to himself. And that means that he couldn't have done it before. How many times has he not been with us? Multiple. No. Well, I mean, you spent an extended amount of time uh, with him last night. And I thought I was starting to like him. And you guys approach. <laughs> I, I haven't felt like this for this campaign since maybe the Tristan fight. Like, oh. this is this feels insane right now. Tristan's fight and Sister Rada's fight have been the highest. I, I felt a little dread. <laughs> I didn't feel confident going into the Sister Rada fight. Oh, no, I felt I'm completely excited. like, oh, this is a TPK. So you all, you all approach and you see this furious mob, mostly of guards. You see... Uh, from a safe distance, but still holding torches and participating, you see the rangers. Oh. And they are there, bows in their off hands. And you see this crowd has formed a pretty complete circle around this house. Um, but maybe you all like scale a nearby building or something to get a view over it. Okay. And, and you just hear, come out, we know you're in there, come out. And you hear a familiar voice. Come out, you criminal scum. <gasps> Honey. I know you're in there and it's time to pay the price. Uh, unlike the normal means of entrance through that breached hole in the wall, you see the front door open up. And from this perch, you can see pretty well. And you see out walks Nightseeker. His hands are up. Oh, not Nightseeker. <laughs> Next to him, you see Edgar. Hands are up. Make perception checks, you too. Only a 10. A 10. 11. 11. Not hard thing to notice. Okay. You see that they both have very large and out of place satchels tied to their belts. Their hands are up. And one more thing you notice. Behind them, you see Malum and you see Dr. Wink. (gasps) Not Jerry, Malum. Malum in full mask. (sighs) And... And we zoom past Nightseeker and, and uh, Edgar, and we, we, we go in, and you see Malum lean over to Dr. Wink. He just says, remember, on my signal, it shouldn't affect you. Yes. Let's do this. Seeing them come out with those bags, I want to take, like, just like a pair of cloth, just, like, tear it off. Cover the mouth. Yeah, cover yeah. mouth. Uh, I hand another sleeve. I want to yell as I tie it up. I want to yell out. Just, Are you giving away our. I'm not going to let you just yell out. That's going to be You don't know he's about to yell. You can't That's, stop him. Come on. 
I'm, I'm just going to yell, Back away! Back away from him! And the guards, like, turn. And Malum says, I did. No! And both uh, Edgar and Nightseeker reach into their satchels and just whoosh, this massive cloud of dust, and it catches on fire. The, oh. the torch flame catches on it, and, like, just whoosh, this massive blast of flame as half of this guard force is immediately engulfed in flames and is thrown back large dismemberment. And Edgar and Nightseeker are just absolutely blown away. Oh, they do gosh. not survive their own blast. They're painted against the side of the abandoned house, and and this guard force is reeling. And and Honey McIntyre stakes his sword in the ground and is picking himself up as there is still this residual dust in the air. And he's <laughs> and the rest of the surviving guards who are maybe on the other side, or the ones in densities not carrying torches, are kind of like steadying themselves and and. Uh, and Honey just raises a sword. He says, They will die! Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Wait. That's that where we're going to end it? What? Oh, my stars. This is... I don't know what's going to happen. Well, a battle's about to break out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I already know what I'm doing. Oh, my gosh, guys. I already know my opening move. Did you expect... Bait and switch. <laughs> Did you expect that tonight to happen? Bane smooch. <laughs> Bane smooch. Is he Dr. Lincoln now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You all have given me so much work. So Dr. Lincoln set us up. Now I'm worried about who set us up. Who else knew? Who else knew? Like a dozen people because Chippy ratted his mouth off. No, I didn't. I'm not a a rat. (laughs) I'm a beaver. Every passing person was like, what is he talking about? (laughs) No, I didn't talk about it in front of others. Just Honest and Ethel. And uh, Honey McIntyre. And I wrote down a note and stuck it with a fork. (laughs) Uh, You would literally be the last person I would think. Good. That's good. That's great. For That's chipping. wonderful. Yeah. Keep that tucked away. Oh. And the treachery. The, oh. the conflict. This is not The battle. I can't take it anymore. I've got to poop. So we're going to start <laughs> with a new campaign next week. I'm actually, I'm, this one's stressing me out. And Dylan's actually DMing. That's crazy. What? No, seriously, who's going to take over after we're done on session 120? Session 120. 120. I'll DM. Yeah, the you guys are not making I'll, the progression I expected. I'll, <laughs> not in terms of how much you've done, but in terms of the direction you've done. I will. Uh, I will DM the uh, <laughs> aquatic penguin. No, the nautical penguin. The campaign. nautical penguin campaign. Ah! Is that where we, we all are penguins? Or yeah, yeah, we're penguins on a pirate ship. Or we just make penguin noises. Pirate ship. That actually sounds like fun. I hope you're not because we've been practicing. Ah! Yay! Yay! Yay!
That was a great documentary. <laughs> and that March was, of the Penguins? No, the one we no, watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one it, that we slept It was like to. the March of the Penguins. We had off. like an hour and we all slept, right? It was great. No, we watched the Penguin documentary. I we remember watching skewers. it for the purpose of sleeping. We watched. We learned mm. about skewers because that was the night we fought yeah, Tristan. Yeah, they dive yeah. down and eat the eggs. And that was the night we, we fought Tristan. But we had like Tristan. an hour to kill or something. Yeah, because we were waiting on my But I was trying to fall asleep because I was exhausted. I had maybe oh. done a night shift or something. Maybe. Anyway. Wow. So this is not what you thought was going to happen. Not in the slightest. Or you can do Banjo the Halfling or whatever who gets killed by a spider. Banjo. <laughs> he gets eaten by a giant spider. Banjo you see, I wrote that like really quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's literally parentheses. Something about Banjo getting eaten by a giant spider. <laughs> <laughs> and it did and then like think it through and then <laughs> just like no, you don't need away. to say anything else <laughs> it's all there but i probably need to need, need to revisit that before we try to do oh boy oh wait let me look at my cold open ideas because my brain is ceasing to function can i just say gentlemen i i have a surprise prepared oh boy i've only done this once well i've done it more than once are you gonna do the dance no i've done it more than i've done this more than once but you've been unaware of it i've only shown you all once sure in order of this occasion i've done something special looks like you're doing the dance i have to get up I put on oh, Dylan. the D&D underwear. <laughs> oh, my. That's not the same pair. Yes, it is. Yeah, are you oh, sure? Wow. I thought the other yes, pair was sir. black. No, that's your pajamas. Yes, I have black pajama pants that are D&D that Benjamin got me. As a D&D D&D pajama pants. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the D&D underwear on yet Where again. Are They're mine. back. Let's go. How long? What episode was that that you wore on the first time? We um, it was probably around the same episode that another returning face Dylan, was on. I have a surprise for you. For me? I've known every time you've worn them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just geez. digging through it's like how oh, which pair today and i like move and it's just your face you're like you need to get the D pair so these are cozy that's it i like that that was fun that's it for that one who's next hooray <laughs> <laughs> okay dr wing oh okay who's your who's your here's your guy um I don't know. <laughs> Watch out for that spider! Ratcho, <laughs> no! What happened to Ben? What? He got what eaten by a giant spider! Was with him? Yeah! Oh. Well, he like got bit and you dealt the death blow just to, to finish the, him off. So you oh, death blowed everyone you knew? You're the Grim Reaper. You just... Oh, Did see, I kill Banjo? See... No. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, that, what I said about him being bad luck, a curse, was kind of like okay. a joke, like, haha, everyone dies, but I think you're it's both It's not cursed. a joke. It's They're both cursed. They, the only reason you're still alive is because they cancel each other out. <laughs> they cancel. That's, that's the end quote right there. <laughs> um, that's great. All right, Michael, top that. There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> no All right, Michael. Uh, uh, talk to the Clifford or whoever that is. No. <laughs> We're gonna go kill some orcs. Okay, scene over. <laughs> He's like Clifford. Do we want to do, do it under the tree? <laughs> do we want to do Clifford or do we want to do? Hold still, Clifford. This is gonna be cool. <laughs> do we want to do Clifford or do we want to do the first, the, the, should, the uh, last conversation that he has with Brother Shawsbuff before he sends him? To find Sister Ray, you should uh, re- you should do when you met that farmer selling carrots and crow tails. We can just do that again. 
<laughs> That's funny. He, he's your patron because you're no, your sorcerer, not a warlock. I was gonna say you're his patron. <laughs> yeah, like he just gained a level of warlock because of you. <laughs> what? What? You, what are you a f- fiend celestial? I'm Michael Shane, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my patron. That's my patron. I'm, I'm <laughs> subclassing into Michael. <clears throat> subclassing into Michael. But it's like this is one of those times where where we have creative control over our podcast and where I want to work with you as a DM and where we don't have the luxury of being able to work this out privately. Yeah. So, so it's like, we can take this in any direction. Yeah. Do what Dr. Wink would do. Genuinely. I I think, I think that's best. I'm saying, but you you can also look at his story as a broader whole too. If you're trying to just tell a cool story, which is what I think Dungeons and Dragons is, Mm -hmm. you can tell whatever story you want. You don't always have to say, that's what this character would do. Cause, cause in real life, we sometimes do things that we wouldn't do. Yeah. You know, we don't always play our own characters and this speech is staying in. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,